Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay. Continuing with Masechet Yevamot, Perek Bet, Mishnah, hey, in the last uh, couple of Mishnayot, we spoke about that if a man dies childless, um, and one, and the brother that he has to perform Yibum is actually a Mamzer. Um, that, that, that man still has a bond, a Yibum bond, with the widow. So what do we see from here? That a Mamzer still has the status of a brother. So now, this next Mishnah speaks about some other rules that are uh, that apply to biological brothers that might be or are mamzerim. So Mishnah Hey says, If someone dies and he now has a brother, a paternal brother of any kind, even if it's a, even if he's a mamzer, that brother has a yibum bond. Called Zekika, he has a yibum bond with the, 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 the dead brother's wife that now needs to be severed through Halitza. And not only that, he's his, he's his brother in every other aspect. Except for someone who the, the brother comes from, the mother is a, a, a Kenani slave or from non Jew, then the things would be different because he's not Jewish. If someone has a son of any kind, meaning including a mamzer, that son exempts his wife, uh, his, his father's wife, from yibum. So if the father died, we don't say that the father died childless because the boy's a mamzer. No, it's still a biological son, and therefore the wife or, is now exempt from yibum. Not only that, the son is liable for hitting or cursing his father. Mishnayot found, the, the Psukim found in, in Parashat Mishpatim, these are laws in the Torah. So just because you're mamzer, still, you curse your father, you hit your father, and he's his son in every aspect, except, again, if that son came from a Kenani maidservant or a non-Jewish woman. Mishnah Vav. Misha Kidesh Achat Mishte Achayot. If someone got married to uh, one of two sisters, Ve'eno Yodea Ezo Mehem Kidesh. But he doesn't know which one he married. Noten Get Lazo Ve'get Lazo. He has to give a get to this one and a get to this one. He cannot remain married to either of them because each one might actually be his wife's sister. And uh, that's an erva, so he has to give a get to both. Met, let's say he died before, childless, before he gave a get to any of the sisters. Velo ach echad, and he has one brother. What does that brother do? He's got two sisters here that could be wives. The Mishnah says, The younger brother now is to perform halitza on both sisters. Hayu lo shenayim, if the dead person had two brothers, so one of them first performs Chalitza on one of the sisters. Now the sister is gone. Now the other brother can now perform Yibum with the other sister. If both brothers went ahead and each one married one of the sisters 
without, uh, without consulting the Bedin and Motzin Miyadam, we don't take the sisters away from them. Meaning they don't have to get divorced. Mishnah Zayin. Shnaim Shekitsu Shteachayot. Two unrelated men marry two sisters. Ze eno yodea ezokidesh. This one doesn't know which one he got married. Ze eno yodea ezokidesh. And this guy doesn't know who he got married to. Ze noten shnegitin. So, ze noten shnegitin. This guy has to give two, two gets to both the ladies. Ze noten shnegitin. Okay? Um, again, because each wife, each woman can actually be the wife's sister. We don't know. So, both men divorce, divorce both women. Metu, uh, if they both died childless. And man number one had a, had a brother. Man number two had a brother, or one brother. The brother has to perform chalitza with both sisters. And the other brother has to perform chalitza with both sisters. Neither brother can perform yibum because neither one knows which one is bound to him by yibum. Okay? So therefore, they have to do chalitza. Now, if brother, if, if man number one who died had one brother, man number two who died had two brothers, the long brother has to do chalitza with both sisters because he can't marry either of them because again it could be the wife's sister, so he has to do chalitza. But the brother, but the, the guy who had two brothers, one of them does chalitza to one sister and then the second brother can perform yibum. If they both went and got married to, uh, to each sister. And Motsibi Adam, we don't take them away. If this dead man had two brothers, and this dead man had two brothers, then then one brother of this man performs Chalitza with one sister, and then one, man, one, one brother of this man performs Chalitza with another sister, and then we're left with the second brother that's left does yibum with the one that this brother did chalitza with, and then and the, the, the leftover brother that, that uh, on this side, okay, performs yibum with the, the guy who, with the chalitza that this person did. And therefore, we're, uh, in this situation, they're permitted. If the two brothers went ahead and performed chalitza with both sisters, then the two brothers of the other man cannot perform yibum because one of them would be uh, marrying the sister of the woman bound to yibum. One brother has to perform chalitza with one of the sisters and the other one has to perform yibum with the other. If the two brothers went ahead and each married two sisters without asking the court, we do not take the sisters away. We don't force the brothers to divorce them because they're now married to a woman that is permitted to them. It's starting to get a little bit easier now. The mitzvah is for the oldest brother of the deceased to perform the yibum. He gets uh, the priority and then he'll inherit the property of the deceased brother. But if the younger one went ahead and performed the yibum, zacha, he, he gained the right to inherit the, the, the property since the yibum was valid. If someone is suspected of having relations with a non-Jewish maidservant, and then she was freed, 
או על הנוכרית ונתגיירה. Or, so he was suspected of, uh, of cohabitation with a non-Jew, and then later she converted. This person should not marry the freed maidservant or the convert, because people are going to say that the original suspicion was true. But if he did marry her, we don't take her away from him. We don't force, her, we don't force him to divorce her. She's technically allowed to be married to him. If someone is suspected of going with a eshetish, a married woman, a different man's wife, and as a result, the court took her away from her husband. They forced, I mean, they forced the husband to uh, to divorce her. So obviously, there must have been witnesses that came to testify of the adultery. Now, even if the the suspect then married. Her afterwards, you'll see, he has to uh, he has to uh, divorce her because she's become biblically forbidden not only to the original husband but also to um, the uh, the suspect. Hamevi get Someone brought a get from abroad. Medinatayam is outside of Israel. Ve'amar and he said He said it was written in my presence. And it was signed in my presence. This is how the opening of Masechet Gitin begins. Lo This person cannot marry the divorce's wife. Okay? So he's just the, uh, the guy carrying the get. Okay? And it was signed me. He can't go and marry that woman now because he's going to be suspected of making this declaration falsely so that the court would accept the get. Um, <clears throat> what? Well, yeah, but even, no, even with an ed, it seems like he can't. People are going to think that he made this falsely just so he can marry the woman, right? So um, maybe if there was another ed, yeah, maybe it would be okay. Now, um, met, however, if someone testifies that the man died, okay, haragdiv, or, or the guy says, I killed him, or haragnu, or we killed him, lo isatishto. Again, he also cannot marry the person's wife because he would be, we're going to suspect that he's testifying falsely, again, just so that he can marry this woman. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, Haraktiv, if someone says, I killed him, the man's wife cannot marry anyone at all because the fact that he had, this guy admitted to, um, to the murder disqualifies him from being a witness. And therefore, she, therefore right now, She's like in the status of like a, a, of um, Nanaguna. Um, the Rashais cannot be called a witness, so we don't know where he is, so she can't, meaning she can't get married yet. Like, uh, this guy cannot act as a witness that the husband was killed, so she's in the limbo state. Haragnuhu, uh, but if, if, if he says we killed him, then Tina se ishto, then the wife can marry others because we, we assume that he was with other people who killed him, but he himself did not actually kill him, but he was with other people that were around. And therefore, his testimony is valid, and now the lady can go and marry someone else. Okay, we'll stop here, and we'll continue next time.